ladies. Thanks for tuning in with us. Life is hard, families are weird, work is tough. So this week we are talking about doing the best we can with drinking. <laughs> so I, I feel like before we start, we have to do like a disclaimer. <laughs> Okay, remember, the legal drinking age in the United States is 21 years of age. And if you are concerned about your drinking habits or the habits of a loved one, you can go to www.aa.org for help. All right, take it away, girl. I feel like after this episode, I'm sure someone's going to be messaging me and asking me if I need help because some of these things I will talk about today. They're, they're in the past though. They're in the they past. were in the past. I, let me tell you, I've learned, I've grown, just make good choices and drink responsibly. That is, that is the moral of today's story. Um, so one of my drinking experiences that comes up, like the minute we decided to talk about this subject, I immediately thought back to this experience of um, being blackout and not by choice, um, if that makes any sense. So I don't know if... Anyone recalls this and you might, I worked in the travel industry a a ways ago. Um, So this was like very big story for us because you know, anything that happens in travel world, it like affects us. Like when Zika was a thing, that was a big, like people were canceling trips and things like that. Well, let's talk about the tainted alcohol scandal. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, Um, but I think it was back in like 2017 or so, 2016 maybe there, came ended up coming out this like whole tainted alcohol thing where like basically I don't know if it was resorts specifically or if there was the distributors but they were basically putting things in alcohols that are being served to people staying at resorts that were causing weird things to happen like they would essentially black out some people ended up being killed and like just you know weird stuff would happen bad things that we taking don't a dark turn yeah it's like you know it was one of those things but here's the thing so like when this story came out this came out after i already had my experience and i was so i'm fully convinced that i was probably like one of the early people that were affected by tainted alcohol and didn't even know it at the time so Basically, when I was working at this travel company, um, we would travel a ton for trade shows and to do site inspections and things like that. This particular trip, because I was the um, our like corporate event planner, when we planned events for our like annual conference, I would have to go down to the resort, see the resorts, the rooms, blah blah blah. Um, so with this trip, this was a work trip technically. It was me. Um, another coworker of mine, <clears throat> and then my boss's boss, who is the VP, um, and we are still good friends, so don't worry. Um, so we were flying down to Mexico to a little bit of a twofold. The resort that we were going to were pretty good, you know, close with the partners, and they do their own partner awards that was recognizing some of our agents that work at our company. That resort was also the same resort that I was planning the event for. So it was like, you know, two for one. We're like, cool, we'll go down to like support our agents, but I'll also go down and like get shit done. Great. Um, So the schedule was fairly free balling. Like once the awards and stuff happened, it was just kind of chill vibes or whatever. So probably the second or third day we were there, we had a free day. So like nothing was planned. And basically for me and my friend, we were like, oh, this just means that we get to chill and day drink and sit by the pool all day. And like, perfect, living my best life, great. Um, So my coworker and I, who's also my friend, so my friend and I were rooming together 
Um, so that day we got breakfast um, and we just parked our asses at the pool. Like, duh, as you should, it's a beautiful day in Mexico. The sun is shining. I'm going to go get some vitamin D. Um, and we were very responsible the whole day. Like I'm talking like drinking water, making sure we're staying hydrated, eating, like we had no excuse not to eat because it was literally one of those things. Like I can order food through my app and they would bring the food to my chair at the pool. So like, yeah. So like, I didn't have a reason to not be responsible with my choices that day. Um, we were drinking champagne for the most part. That's, I don't know why, but champagne is like my drink of choice when I travel. I have no reason. It's just so good. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I feel like clearly Mexican champagne is just different in my head. Um, so we ended up like in the pool, we're making friends with other guests there. Some of our agents are there that are like the cool ones that we would actually hang out with. So we're like vibing in the pool. We did end up taking a few shots, um, but my boss didn't take any shots. And so I felt really normal throughout most of the day until like, I just all of a sudden didn't, like it hit me so fast. And so I remember asking, no, I remember my boss asking me if I was feeling okay. And I was like, no, I think I'm just gonna get out the water and like sit out for a minute. Like, I don't know what's going on. I just kind of feel weird. Well, that turned into me literally projectile vomiting into the pool. Um, and I also vomited, yeah, into the pool. I also vomited all over my backpack and also all over my Anna Kendrick book, which I brought to read and I never got to read because I vomited on it and it had to be thrown out. Um, so that was great. And then my boss who has now seen me throw my life up into the pool is now coming to my rescue. She's taking my backpack. She's dunking it into the pool. Cause I've now vomited on it. So she's like, fuck, we got to rinse this off. Um, and she's like, all right, let's just go back to the room. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Clearly you're unwell. Like, let's go. So this is the moment that she then realizes that my friend was nowhere to be found. Like we were both at the pool, all three of us were at the pool together. We don't know where she went, have no idea. All her shit's gone, she's gone. She didn't say anything to either of us. Like we're like, like no idea where this girl went. So my boss is like, let's just get you back to the room. I gotta figure out what's going on with her. Let's just figure out one problem at a time. So we get back to the room, we find my friend, she's sprawled out in bed, not wearing clothes, like very much naked in bed, starfish in the bed. And so she Irish goodbye to us and clearly was like, I got a GTFO, went to bed, took all her clothes off and was like, fuck it. And here I am, um, which is like great for us, right? Like we're like, thank God you're somewhere safe. Don't know how you got here or why you're naked, but I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> That's all that matters to both of us at this point. So my boss is now helping me get changed. She puts my friend in clothes because she's like, "That's you guys can't be in the same bed naked. That, that's weird. Um, and so whatever. So she then puts an alarm on for us because we were supposed to go to dinner that night. We had dinner reservations at one of the restaurants at the resort. So she puts the alarm on. She's like, all right, y'all sleep it off. Like, we'll just regroup for dinner. Perfect. Well, we slept a little too well that night because the next thing I know, I, when I wake up, what felt like a nap ended up being like a solid 12, 10 hours of sleep because <laughs> I woke up really fucking confused, like extremely confused, didn't know what happened, what's going on. I'm looking around at this point, I'm up because we need to catch a flight. Like we got a, our flight was early that morning and the resort I think was like two hours from the airport. So we had to get up early to like check, get the transfer to like obviously get, get to the airport. So I'm rushing to pack because I didn't pack. Like this was the night 
before we're leaving. Didn't pack. I'm fucking throwing shit in my bag. I don't even know what's going on. My friend and I are just like, like running around the room because n- neither of us planned for any of this to happen. Like none of it. So we're not prepared. We're, we're throwing shit around. I think it was like 2 a.m. that we had to like go and get our transfer. So we at least make our transfer, but we didn't make our dinner reservation clearly because we slept through it. No fucking idea what, what happened. But needless to say, we did make it out of the country. But what was so funny is that, so <laughs> at the airport, I learned that my friend apparently woke up in the middle of the night because she thought that we were going to miss our transfer. So she woke up screaming, telling me that I need to get up and like start packing and get my shit together. And I literally turned to her and apparently I said, you need to shut the fuck up because it's only 10 a.m. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> what? I, I said that to you. She was like, yeah, with a straight face and everything. And then just rolled over and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that happened. So basically we don't really know what went wrong because like the night before, actually a couple days before when we first got there, we were like, I will say we were not being as responsible as we, as we were this day. So like, if this were to happen, if I were to become blackout or whatever was the case, it should have happened that day. Like there was a point that I was like really taking in a lot of alcohol and not really balancing it well with other things as I should have been. So to us, it like made no sense. Like we were being extra responsible, extra careful, extra thoughtful. Like it just made no sense how both of us were affected by it in this way. And we clearly knew that it came from the shots that we took because we were the only ones that took the shots. My boss did and she was totally fine. Like didn't know what the hell happened to us. Well, after a few, after like that experience, that's when we then learned about the whole tainted alcohol thing. People were drugging people through alcohol essentially and like weird things was going on, whatever. But literally my friend and I, and we sat at that point, we were sitting next to each other in the office and we like looked at each other and we're like, I'm pretty sure that like this, this happened to us. Like I'm, I'm like 99% sure we were probably like the first cases of tainted alcohol and like could have been victims. Thank God we weren't like, it was a group setting and we had each other's back, but I was like, that could have gone wrong real fast. And we had literally no control over that scenario. So. Um, I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we don't know what happened to those friends that you met that also took the show. No. So I, it's, there were also just like random people at the resort. So there really wouldn't have been a way for us to be like, Hey, did this happen to you? I think if we like stayed an extra day, we probably could have like hung around enough to like ask questions, but because we had a flight to catch, there was no time for that. But I don't even remember. Cause there definitely were some people in the pool that we hung out with, but the people that we took the shots with, it wasn't people that we knew. It was just like, mm-hmm. At that day, whatever. Um, but it was weird because like we got the shots at the bar. Like it's not like I saw someone, like I was there to get the shot. It's not like I turned my back or someone got yeah. the shot for me. Like there would have been an opportunity for something to be slipped in or whatever. Like I remembered it quite well enough. Um, and it was one shot I took. Like it wasn't like I had multiple. I was drinking water. I literally ate, ate I don't know, like 20 minutes before that. Like I, it wasn't. It That's was just wild. a wild thing that it happened so fast. So projectile vomit, but this time not because of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Throwback to an earlier episode. I also have never, still have not read Anna Kendrick's book. And I think I'm just scarred from it at this point. 
Like I really, it's nothing to Anna. I really wanted to read it, but I think I just, I can't do it. Sorry, girl. Maybe if she's listening, she can send you another copy. Honestly, I'd really appreciate that because I was so <laughs> bummed when my boss was like, yeah, hun, this is going in the trash. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <That's> nice. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but it's like not like that at all. Um, so when I was in college, I met this boy at a frat party. I won't say how old I was. And I met him at a frat party. And then after like a month of talking to him, his fraternity through a Halloween party and so I'm invited and I go to this party and obviously very quickly into getting there I see this boy and now because he isn't a senior in this house we has to like do some work so I like arrive and he's like oh I'm working but like you can come talk to me and his job was to stand at the bottom of the stairs and like kind of like make sure people weren't leaving with drinks from the basement, you know, the sketchy, like we just drink in dirty basements. So (laughs) he sees me, he's working. um, He's like across the room, he calls me over and I just like, I like just get this boost of confidence and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. Like he wants my attention. So I walk over and I smack my hand up against the wall that he's leaning against and I say what are you supposed to be this costume party and he smiles and he says I probably said it in that tone as well he says life okay his response is life he's wearing jeans a white shirt and on the shirt with black sharpie he wrote life I don't, I don't get it. And at this point, someone is like bringing a drink up the stairs. So he has to go do his job, which I really don't really understand what his job was, but that's fine. So I'm still trying to stand there. Like I'll sexy with my hand against the wall. And I don't really know how to talk to boys clearly. And he turns around and he says, hold my lemons. Uh, I see. I- immediately turn beat red and embarrassed and I have no idea what this means I assume it's something sexual and I'm clearly not ready to like do whatever he's asking me to do and I'm so frazzled and I kind of like stumble and then I think I'm tripping over empty beer cans nope he then yells at me to stop because I'm stepping on his lemons which now I'm like oh my gosh like that's another sexual term and I don't know what this means and I'm even more embarrassed and I turn so red when I'm embarrassed and it's loud and there's people everywhere and I look down and he is picking up a bag of lemons like the fucking fruit from the grocery store and I have now stepped on and he stands up and he hands me this bag of lemons and he says when life hands you lemons he literally life handed me lemons process that And what did I do? Life handed me lemons and I stepped on them. I didn't hold them. I didn't make lemonade. I fucking stepped on them. So um, if anyone's wondering like why the world is falling apart, it's probably because life once handed me lemons and I stepped on them. on them essentially. Pretty much. So safe to say things didn't work out. Um, I... 
didn't really understand. I was pretty embarrassed and uh, he had to go take care of that situation. And I literally was just standing there like with one hand against the wall and like a bag of lemons from the grocery store in my other hand until he came back. Cause I just like, didn't know what to do. And then I handed him his bag of lemons and I walked away. And the best part is, is like the next day I was talking to someone else at, back at school and we were at the same party and she was like, did you see all those lemons rolling around on my head? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like people could have stepped on those, like trying to normalize the fact that like, I'm the reason why there was lemons rolling around on the ground. Hazard, my God. So when life hands you lemons, step on them. That's a great lesson. I think, I feel like that's more realistic than making lemonade. I never really liked the, the, the whole, like when, sometimes you just can't be positive. Sometimes you got to step on some shit and then, you know, you figure it out from there. Like that new Bud Light commercial that came out with the Super Bowl and like lemons are like falling from the sky. I think that's because of me. That told maybe you were the inspiration, but maybe this guy now works for that company and was like that one time at a frat party, this girl stepped all on my lemons. And like, I have to say, it's a pretty, pretty clever, like cheap costume. It's cheap and it's guaranteed maybe cost him less than a dollar to put that together. A bag of lemons is very cheap. And I ruined them. You did ruin them. What were you for Halloween? You didn't talk about Rather that. not say. Mm, mm, <laughs> a little spicy. Okay, we like this. I like this. I like so, it So um, we're going to just leave that there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you take it away, Sadiyah. <laughs> well, you know what? Lemons, great segue into, I don't know if you ever had this before, a Long Island iced tequila. That's Anyone? Dangerous. No, just me. Just me when I was 21 years old and was a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, you know what? This is a very cliche turning 21 story, but it's one of those that I think there was a couple episodes that someone asked, like, what's our like no-no drink? I probably should have said Long Island iced tea. I know I said twisted tea. Clearly teas are just not my vibe. Long Island iced tea or Long Long Island iced tequila? Well, here's the thing. I did a little bit of a combination at 21. And so still love tequila hate to Long Island iced tea because of this moment. So turn 21, that's the time to turn up, you know, obviously we're, we're legal now. I can buy all the drinks that I want. I can live my best life. Great. So this one, um, I think this was my brother's idea to go to this bar whiskeys um, in Boston on Boylston RIP. Cause I think they shut down because of COVID. Um, so really sad. Hope they can make a comeback, but I also probably still won't go in there after this story. So. <laughs> um, so I think my brother was the one like, let's go to whiskeys. So it was my brother. He's older than me, his girlfriend at the time. And then a group of like my childhood friends, like friends that I've just grown up with or have met through friends that I've grown up with, whatever. So it was a solid crew of us. Like this was a good night. Okay. And I definitely remember pre-gaming because I had one of those shot glasses and I think I still have it one of my friends got for me that says like finally 21 like painted around and all that Mm. and she got a paper store or something so super cute um so I remember pre-gaming I don't remember if I ate before this so (laughs) amateur amateur I might have I just don't recall what I consumed that evening um so anyway at the bar you're 21 my my hands literally were never empty at one point during that time in the bar And I really don't even remember how long we were at the bar before I was kicked out, to be quite honest, because (laughs) 
basically the drinks that were rotated in both hands was either a Long Island iced tea or a shot of tequila. So essentially a Long Island iced tea tequila. And I remember being there, I think I may have gotten through, I definitely got through a couple rounds, which is very noble of me, given the amount of alcohol and the different types of alcohol I was consuming. And I remember also there being another woman at the bar who was there and like heard it was my birthday. She was also a Leo. So like, we really had our moment of like, you're a Leo, I'm a Leo too. Oh my God. Like we really had a time. And then I don't really remember what else happened then. I think this was also my first blackout experience because I do most certainly recall projectile vomiting in the bar. So here I am again, vomiting again. Like clearly I just know how to projectile vomit. Um, that's, if you don't learn anything else from this entire podcast, all episodes that you've listened to, just know that I have projectile vomited more than probably the average human being in life. Um, so, <laughs> so again, we projectile vomit in the bar. Naturally, I get kicked out because you have a drunk person in the bar. Like, we need to get her out of here. Um, however, I apparently like booted and rallied because there is a video that one of my friends has of me walking up and down Boylston shouting, turn down for what? Like, let's turn up. Like, I'm ready to go again. And everyone's like, no, babe, we're going home. Like, you're not well. And I, I was, I didn't get that. I was like, let's, there's another bar. Like, let's, let's go somewhere else. Well, I ended up going home. Um, What's more actually hilarious about this story is that I'm fine the entire way home. My brother's girlfriend, on the other hand, who my brother's driving my car. I'm in the back seat. My brother's girlfriend's in the passenger seat. She throws up in my car. Okay. Like who's the one that turned 21 here? Me or you, babe? I don't know. She throws up in my car. Um, And then that was the first time. Then there was another time that she almost threw up again. My brother was like, you're not throwing up my sister's car again. Like figure it's the fuck out. So she's like, got her head out the window throwing up. So that's great. Um, And I definitely also remember when we got to my house, my friend who was in the backseat with me was like also very drunk, but was like trying to like clean up, drunkenly clean up the backseat of my car, um, which worked and didn't work because I ended up cleaning it up on my actual birthday because we went out at like midnight-ish, close to midnight. So it ended up being my birthday the next day and I was very hungover. And um, I ended up cleaning out my car again, hung over as fuck in the backseat of my car, cleaning up someone else's vomit. But all this to say is that now fast forwarding to my adult life where I now worked and still work in the vicinity of where Whiskey's was, when I would leave the Prudential Center every time, I would literally like hold my head down in shame and hope that no one recognized me. Now, let's be honest, I've been, it's been a, very long time since I've been 21. Like we've gone past several birthdays at this point and I still feel like I'm on someone's like do not enter band list at that place because of the scene that I caused. Um, granted, all of those folks who were probably there that night probably don't even work there anymore, probably wouldn't recognize who the hell I was, but I have just never stepped foot back into that place. Um, and I probably still wouldn't if it was open but I heard they had great wings. So like, I respect that. Um, and so, yeah, that's my story. I mean, it didn't stop me from drinking. Like here I am almost 29, still thriving. I just don't drink Long Island iced teas. Tequila though, I can do some tequila, but Long Island iced tea, it's just not a vibe. I don't recommend anyone 
actually go down that path at all. 21 or not. I have two questions. Mm. The car she threw up in, is it the same one you've peed in? No, no. But that car was worse because it was still a Corolla, but it was a older model, but I had cloth seats at the point. This is why I'm team leather seats, right? Because like wipe and move. No, no, no. We had, we had a listener send us a message about a whole article about why that's actually worse and that cloth is easier to clean and that vomit and pee stay in the leather forever and that you should really switch to cloth seats. I just, but how does cloth, how is it easier to clean? You should have read the article. I should have read the article. I have to go back and read the article. I'm just not convinced. Like, that's like saying like, okay, if someone spills something on your couch and it's cloth, the stain is there like forever, unless you know, if you unless you have like a good cleaner that you can scrub it out. I don't know. And my second question is, do you only projectile vomit? I think I only projectile vomit, which is why I don't like to vomit. So I will say out of all of my projectile vomit moments, I have learned what not to do. So I don't experience it again. Because to be quite honest, I'm not a vomiter. I basically at this point just don't, especially in college and stuff, like I just never got myself to the point of vomiting because I knew what the experience would be like for me. It's very traumatizing. There's been plenty of times I've cried because I vomited and I just I just don't like the experience. Like I don't like how I feel. I don't care for it. And if there's a situation where I can actively avoid not projectile vomiting, I will do that. So I clearly only projectile vomit. And because of that, I just try to do everything to not vomit at all. Solid. Okay, why is it that like when we drink with our siblings, just like shit happens because I have a story about the first time I ever drank with my brother and he is also older and okay my brother is super cool right like I am not the cool sibling he is the cool sibling and I think he's my best friend and I hope the feeling is mutual I hope he's listening and is like gonna text me and tell me that I'm his best friend so I think my brother's super cool. I want him to think I'm cool, but I know I'm not cool. So I was living in Italy and super pumped that my brother was like, I'm going to come visit you. And I was like, this is amazing. So in Italy, the drinking age is basically like when you can see over the bar. And so I wasn't legal in the United States, but I was very legal in Italy. And I tell all my friends, like, my super cool brother's coming to visit. Like, we have to make sure he has a good time. Okay, so we had made friends with these bartenders at this one bar. Like, I'm talking, like, we wouldn't pay for alcohol. We would just go in and, like, get, like, blackout and, like, never pay for alcohol. Like, example, one night we walk in and we're like, yo, can we get some free shots? And the bartender looked at me and said, tilt your head back, close your eyes and open your mouth, which should have been concerning, but I did. And then he just poured alcohol straight from the bottle into my mouth. So that was like kind of the relationship we had. And this is why like going out in the United States is just like never the same. So my brother comes to visit. I've established these connections and we go out to dinner. We have wine at dinner. He comes back to where I'm living and like, don't have a ton of money. And so we were buying like cooking wine because it was in like a juice box. We didn't know it was for cooking. We're just like, Oh my gosh, we can like cap it. This is so cool. So I'm like, brother, like here, have this juice box of wine. So we're like drinking more at 
the residents. And then I'm pretty sure there was like some shots of Malibu, which I really don't like. Cause I think it tastes like sunscreen, but anyways, so then we hop on, I don't know, maybe it's just the smell, but it, anyway, so we hop on the night bus, we get to the bars and I'm like, okay. So I take them to that bar. We have the friends that are the bartenders and I walk up to the bar and I'm like, Ricky, my bartender Ricky my brother's visiting and he's like yeah bring him up here and I'm like he's like so my he's like my girls my brother's like what the heck like this bartender like what did you just bring my me to sister <laughs> I'm like this is my brother and he's like oh that's great and he's like your usual and my brother's like what what the fuck like my sister has a usual and so he takes a pitcher, a glass pitcher, puts some ice in it, pours in it, takes the pour out, pours an entire bottle of vodka into this pitcher, throws a splash of cranberry and puts a shit ton of straws in it and hands over this pitcher. And my brother's like, where are the cups? And I'm like, grab a straw. <laughs> and like four of us, myself, my brother, and like two friends, like chug this pitcher because we don't want to hold it. So we chug this pitcher and then I'm like, okay, great. Let's go to the next bar. And like, it hasn't hit us yet. And so we go to this other bar and I'm like, they have like beer pong tables and like flip cup. And so I tell my brother that I've never played a flip cup before because I'm not legal in the United States. And he's like, oh my gosh, like it's my duty to teach you how to play flip cup. And so he buys a pitcher of beer. And so now we play flip cup and like, true, there's several of us drinking this pitcher, but now we're just adding fuel to the fire. So now I'm like, I have to pee. And so we're like, we're going to go to the free shop place. And he's like, what? And I'm like, they have the cleanest bathroom. Just come with us. So now we go to this other bar and we call it the free shop place because anytime you walk in, they'll give you a free shot. So we take our free shot. We go to the basement. We use the bathroom because like they actually have like a toilet and not just like a hole in the ground. So that's why we like their bathroom. And then we go back someplace else, this other bar. And this is when I decide that I want my brother to be my twin. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like telling this bartender that like my, my brother is my twin and that he's visiting me and like this whole story. And my brother's just going with it. Like, he's just like, whatever. And so at one point my brother pulls out our passports and is like, look, Okay, he's two years older. We're born in different months. And this guy straight up believed us that we were twins and gave us all a round of free shots for the twins. Oh. Okay, I don't even remember what the shot was. And then we leave this bar and I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom again. Because think about how much alcohol I've consumed. And so we go back to the free shot place, but it's too soon. So you have to wait till the shift changes to get a free shot. So they're like, you were just here. And I'm like, use your bathroom. And they're like, you have to buy a drink. So my brother's like, go to the bathroom. I'll buy a drink. So he's like, I bought a a pitcher of beer for everyone. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Well, there was a lot of us. He was like trying to be nice. And so then I looked at it and I was like, I do not like the foam. And so (laughs) he sticks his hand in this pitcher, scoops out the foam, throws it on the ground outside and goes, now you can drink it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Great. He took care of the problem. And so we drink this pitcher. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a Wednesday night. I have class tomorrow because um, I was studying there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to be a, a student. Like this is horrible. So I put my brother in a cab and I like tell the cab driver like where to bring my brother home in Italian. And I'm like, okay, I love you. See you in a few months when I come home. <laughs> and he's like, 
thanks for a great night. Get home safe. And so then we take the bus home and on this bus, I am like, oh my gosh, this is not good. So then we come home and we're like, we need to eat some cereal. So we go to like the kitchen and I'm not eating. I'm laying on this makeshift couch thing and then I just like quietly excuse myself and like use the downstairs bathroom to throw up because like I don't want to clean this up and I'm just like silently like puking my friends like oh my gosh and I'm like no this is good like I just need to get the hate out of my body I go to bed except um I have chronic migraine so this just triggered the worst migraine of my life the next day because not only did I consume too much alcohol, but then I vomited everything in my system up. So now I was super dehydrated. So then I had a migraine the next day and everyone's like, it's just because you drank too much. And I'm like, no, no, no. That was last night. Today is, this is my version of the hangover. So, um, overall, I just want my brother to have a good time. I wanted to show him that I'm cool. And now I still tell people that we're twins, um, but we don't get free shots anymore for it. We did once get free Bud Lights for telling someone we were twins, if, if they could take a picture of us for a Bud Light promotion. So he was like, nothing's free in the US. And I was like, listen, free Bud Light. So anyways, that's my story of trying to show my brother a good time. You, who's the cool sibling now? Still him. Um, but I think he definitely was like pumped, but then like a little worried that that's how I was living my life on a Wednesday night. He's like, who is my sister? She's supposed to be studying and this is what she's doing on a Wednesday. But all in all, great time, great story, great memory. Um, but like the alcohol real strong in Italy. Mm. Uh, so drink responsibly, add some water in and, uh, yeah, find the clean bathroom before you have to pee. Mm, that's key. I feel like you're the cool sibling. I mean, I've also like, haven't met your brother, but I'd still feel like even if I met your brother, I'd still would favor you as the cool sibling. So well, like my- technically we're twins. So like, there's no difference. That's also a good point. <laughs> it's like two special you're both just the coolest people ever exactly exactly also a wild just an entire drink I'm actually jealous I didn't come visit you now that I that's like the one regret I have in life I think you should have I miss those that. who don't know Sadai and I went to college together yeah and so. clearly I fucked up on my choices of what I did in my college experience I remember like facetiming you from Italy but well it wasn't at a bar when you're getting alcohol poured down your throat (laughs) that would have been more enticing for me to come up they didn't have internet and they didn't have cell data time man anyway so if this um was triggering for you like I mentioned at the beginning www.aa.org but at all reality um you can have fun and drink responsibly and uh, just make sure you're with good people, right? Like Sadia had someone there to have her back. Like I had good people with me. Um, and moral of the story is we're all doing the best we can, but when life hands you lemons, you have more options than just make lemonade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stomp on those bitches. This is also great tips for, um, because we are now putting ourselves back into the world again. Um, and Massachusetts is opened up as I think many other places of the world are opening up. Um, we're all going to get back into this world of drinking and enjoying company and being at bars. So like, I don't think 
Don't drink like these stories. Yeah. Like if you don't learn anything, don't be us. And this is like when we had quote unquote decent tolerances. I don't know about anyone else, but my tolerance is straight up in the trash after COVID. Um, probably because I didn't spend 90% of my salary on alcohol. So I think that that helped. And it's just important to, if not any time in your life now, take it easy when it comes to uh, enjoying yourself. We are not built the way that we were pre-COVID. Because I can tell you right now, I have two glasses of wine and I'm, it's questionable what will happen after that. So just make good choices, be responsible. Like Ali said, drink with people that have your back and love you and will take care of you. Um, and if you are concerned about your habits of drinking, my habits of drinking, I mean, you might want to be, but there is help. So just make good choices and cause we love you all and we want you to still be around to giggle with us. That's and, uh, you know, in this post COVID's still a thing, so I wouldn't recommend sticking your dirty hand in a pitcher of beer to take the phone out. Um, so sanitize. Or sharing pictures with people. Yeah. Question. Get cups. Maybe not straws. Cups. Cups. We can- cups. We've come a long uh, way. Uh, anyway, if you have um, a story to share, um, a drinking, non-drinking if you just want to be supportive of us, that'll be great as well. Um, you can email us at bestwecanpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bestwecanpodcast and on Twitter at bestwecanpod. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And remember, you're doing the best you can and your best is good enough. Bye, besties. See you next week. <laughs>